Hello and welcome back to uh, a new episode of the One Corner Podcast. It's been a while. It's been a month, I think, oh. or more than that since we took a break for mental new health. Season, new season, baby. New season. New us. Uh, same us, actually. Uh, the same <laughs> us has never had a plan, just like the East Coast plan. It does not exist. Uh, <laughs> this episode is going to be talking about the uh, election so far that is going to be happening on 10th of July. We're going to be discussing about the uh, the funny parts and the not-so-funny parts. Uh, and uh, this won't be such a comprehensive discussion on the policies because there's too much to talk about. And we are recording it right before cool, cooling off day. So technically, if we were to <laughs> post this on cooling off day, we would get into trouble. Jail. That's it. We won't be in jail. We will be in jail. <laughs> we will be in jail, yeah, because you know, there's minorities in here. So, <laughs> of course, uh, I would ask how is everyone doing, but I think everyone is just too busy catching up on the general election and what's going on. Uh, so, Kevin, Hello. what is your plan? Do you have a I, plan? I have a dream. I have a dream. <laughs> <laughs> You have a dream that an East Coast plan would, would occur. Uh, I a dream that um, the white and red will not be the only colors we... Okay, come on, get on, get on. I mean, oh. okay, let me apologize to MLK for butchering his life. And let me apologize for that uh, very messy... <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, yes, thanks for it. Um, dude, I think, uh, honestly speaking, I, out of the four of us here, I'm the least, uh, the least equipped tonight. Not being humble. Well informed. You're the least informed. The least informed, yeah. The what least a responsible informed. citizen. Yeah, the, the thing is that I saw this tweet uh, from like this Werfani account uh, the other day saying like how um, if you're not, you know, I, I mean, I could, I could phrase it wrong. Let me try and remember. It's like and, if you, you're and not, you could, and you could. Yeah, and I could. could. So what did I say? It went like this. If you're not angry enough about the issues, it's sort of like a privilege to have in the country. If you're not, like feelings and then that kind of like spoke to me about how yeah you know I was very comfortable with like what is the current setup and what is the current state of things in the country for me as a 24 year old Eurasian then after I saw that tweet I actually like felt, if it hit me like, I was like wow shit okay so you never retweet oh no you retweeted it yeah you retweeted oh, it yeah. I, remember, I, yeah. I got love I got love for the homies yeah. so basically what I said is that um, if you don't feel any way whatsoever about this election that is a privilege because no matter what the outcome is, no matter if the incumbent is still the ruling party, the supermajority, or even if the opposition takes over your GRC or some shit, you won't be affected by it. That is such a huge privilege to have to not care about politics. I wish I couldn't care about politics, but there are certain things in life where you have to care about and politics does affect you in one way whatsoever. So that's kind of like what my tweet was because I was just so pissed off with social media in general. <laughs> so how about Birch? How about you? Me, what's I your thoughts? My thoughts. Um, my, what's your famous line he said? The cockles of my heart, is it? Oh, that oh. warms. <laughs> this, uh, or, let me rephrase that. This uh, election warms the cockles of my heart. I think I'm very, very uh, lucky to have both Jameis and Rahisha in my constituency, you know, but mm-hmm. 
also super fired up over there. Oh, now we know where you live. Now we know where you live. Oh no! Hey, <laughs> you know, you don't know exactly where. Okay, so I'm not gonna. Exactly Singkang GRC is big because of gerrymandering. Exactly. Allegedly. Oh, oh. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. You better insert that sentence, boy. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm super. Uh, wow, it's like been the whole week has been a mess in flux of like different articles and like people speaking up online. Like social media is flooded, dude. Like everywhere I turn, I just see people either like retweeting or reposting Instagram stories. So it's like really a lot. So I really don't know how we're gonna cover. So we just I hope we just like hit the the core issues, man. It's just and that's why I tweeted that because somebody in my timeline said, oh, suddenly everybody's a politician. Suddenly everybody know about politics. And that fucking pissed me off, man. <laughs> if you don't want politics in your fucking timeline, get off our social media. This is the one week or the, or the two weeks that we can actually talk about politics. We can actually talk about policies. Right. You won't be able to talk about it in the next five years. Because, Why can, because Singaporeans are just like that. Like, have you ever, like when POF, okay, POFMA was, I think it was brought up in parliament to be passed as a bill in 2017, right. I think, or 2016. It was discussed that there's this like um, bill, I think, I might be wrong. But, so there was like an open like debate and discussion about yeah, this. Let me, let me continue, uh, just for the rest of the podcast, um, we could be wrong. It's a very, very good summary of like the four, the four of us. Yeah, yeah, we could be wrong. Yeah, we, got, we, we got no plan. Or um, calling day and you're like, wait, wait, that, that, that thing that guy said isn't really, yeah, we apologize in advance. Let's just not be hostile to, yeah. So you continue yeah. to apologize. Yeah, so, so when, when that whole, when the news came out about that bill possibly being enacted in government, uh, it was open for debate, I think. And it was already mm. told to the public just that there wasn't any discussion around it until it actually went past and until we see an action. By that time, it's already too late to have discussions because, let's be honest, they're not going to roll back their POFMA bill. Yeah, the same thing as the pol- as as politics now. We we only have this time frame to make a big difference in letting the ruling party know or whoever that's going to be the government know our concerns and these are the issues that we want to bring up in in parliament. But this election season, instead of talking about policies, we have memes, many many <laughs> memes and funny shit that goes on and police reports, constant police reports. Especially about the Raisha Khan's one, in which, Birch, I understand that you're very fired up about that one. Yeah, can't wait to speak about it later on. <laughs> like my entire, like, like weapons ready. Oh, I shouldn't say weapons. That sounds very scary. Ooh. I mean, like, my entire arsenal. Oh, yeah. Hello, please. My brother report. So how about... <laughs> How about how about Chunyan? How, how about you? What's going on in your area? And I, and I know that the big boss himself is in your area. Wow, so now you know where Chunyan lives. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I mean, to, to be honest, I kind of share the same thoughts as uh, Kevin. Like, I'm not really informed with this whole situation thing, but I'm just, I mean, I'm I'm kind of pleased that everyone's like, you know, like learning and trying to be more informed about the whole situation. Hmm. But at the same time, I guess I do share the same, uh, I do share like some of the same like thoughts that you had about the guy who tweeted like who pissed you off with his or her tweet. Yeah. Cause, cause I think that, you know, like, um, okay. As, as much as 
it's a good thing. It can be also quite bad because especially when you have people who, okay, uh, you, you, we can see that they try their best to understand the situation. But at the same, but sometimes it's like before you get to see the whole big picture, they, they will propagate what they already have in mind, you know. Mm. So it isn't really a good thing either. But of course, overall, I see that it's, it's, I mean, on the long run, I think everybody would be more informed, more or less. So it's, yeah, it's a pretty good thing. Right. I mean, for you in particular, right? Because Angokyo, uh, okay, I don't have like the whole geographical map. Right? You, do you just reveal my location? You just exposed <laughs> him. Yeah, but Angokyo is quite big, so it's fine. But they're not going right. to fight him. They're not, they're not going to fight right. him. Um, so uh-huh. I, I don't have the geographical map and memory to like know that okay this GRC is that party that party but I know for a fact that you are in a you're in an area with only reform party as opposition like is that oh, has that uh, have you gone taking the time to look into their like their plans their manifesto like or have you just been com- comfortably like okay I'll just trust the big boss and go with it like what what have you uh, like read up with regards to uh, your GRC Okay, I think I think I didn't re- really read up about the Reform Party or or PAP. I I think I think um for me my personal stand is um I I think that um the people that are in power should have the capability to to perform their tasks. That's that's the fir- that's the first thing, and whether th- that keep cap- whether um the party you know like they they want that like they intend to use that their capability. Um, for the good of the people or you know the other direction it's another issue but what's more important is that um, they have the capability first and foremost so after they have the capability then um, I would see why like what 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 do they think it's good for the people because we have you, you know like there's all the the different parties that I mean essentially everybody think all the parties think that um, um, you know like they are doing good for Singapore, mm-hmm. but it's just that whether they have the capability or not, and the direction which, you know, they want to bring Singapore to, is it what the rest of the Singapore people agree on? So, right. yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. Okay. So you don't know anything about the reform party, Basically, you just know that. <laughs> Me, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I have no idea what's going on, man. Okay, that's why that's why you have the cooling off day, okay? So then yeah, cooling off so day is tomorrow you better yeah. go and sink your teeth in like all the information. Find out more. Wait, yeah. okay, so you mentioned like you were so fired up about uh, this thing. So what do you have to I mean what's your initial okay, so when you first when, when you first uh uh read out about who you're talking to? Uh Birch Birch, because you said sorry, sorry. So right. From your initial reactions, I guess you were like a supporter of her with her works and her contributions to the ground mm. the groundworks. Then when the surfacing of the report came, like tell us how run run us through what Birch thought in his head as he read the first tweet, the first headline about the report being launched. Like how did you take in everything? Okay, I think the first two words that came to my mind was new it. <laughs> like knew it with like an exclamation mark. I was like just waiting for someone to, <laughs> to you know, char- character as- assassinate uh, you know like a, a opposition party member. The, 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 the funny thing is that when the Ivelim saga, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, yeah no worries. Really. Um, the funny thing is that somebody actually uh, said that after the Ivan Ivan Lim saga finished, they were they were say that confirm one of the opposition parties some history about them are going to be brought up. Oh, and it did happen. Yeah. Oh, I, was gonna, I just found that really 
funny. So yeah, good. Yeah, dude, Go it's, on. it's so like okay. I think I personally find it a uh, very needless uh, distraction. You know, because instead of like focusing on what the party can bring, right, in their manifesto, now all over social media and everywhere, the only thing that is being plastered onto everyone's minds is what she tweeted. And that's all that sticks when it comes to the name uh, Raisha. No longer the, you know, the, the works that she has done mm. uh, previously in the past or what she stands for being a brown woman. None of that matters. Now the only thing that sticks on people's minds is when they think of this person, they think of, she said this, she made this comment. You know, and that's dangerous to, to us. That's dangerous to Singapore. Yeah, I think that's yeah. why that's why I really like got super like pissed off with because the Workers Party was doing very well, especially in the Singkang. Uh, yeah, they were the only they party were doing screwed up. Yeah, dude. They okay, were besides doing... besides the debate, the Chinese debate, that one they messed up. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, they did not send anybody in, which is I think a uh, a uh, uh, error on their part. They should have sent mm-hmm. somebody in, but. Other than that, they were doing fine. Right. Yeah. PAP messed up. PSP. P- Tan Cheng Wok, the hype man himself, <laughs> the hype beast, the hype beast. beast himself, said vote for PAP instead of PSP. <laughs> what P-P-P-P-P-P-P- are you doing, man? What are you doing, man? And then you have like Hang Sui Cat saying the East Coast planting. Dude, this election is a fucking mess. It's no longer about policies because we rarely talk about policies anymore it's about but ironically when 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 Raisha Khan the whole police report thing came out right. there was a lot more discussion on uh privilege and discrimination yeah pertaining race it's, so i right. found it to be like a silver lining behind that whole scandal yeah that ironically we are talking about it now and ironically we're having that this, like the thing is that Singapore and, and, and I, I think that the whole facade behind the whole multiracial thing is that we don't talk about race is a very it's a very um, taboo subject right but right. after this Raisha Khan thing came out people were more open about talking about it because race in Singapore seems to be a very uncomfortable truth in which nobody wants to tackle or you know it's a very controversial topic which should not be so there's a civil lining to this kind of Thing, you know, but it had, but it, the sacrifice is that it taints Raisha Khan's name uh, during this whole election right. thing. That's right. I think, yeah. I think maybe, maybe we give a little context to this. Uh, yeah, like what exactly did she say? Okay, so I'm just going to read out uh, okay. the two main, the two main uh, tweets. Sorry, one was a Facebook post, I think. I think they both were Facebook posts, if I'm not wrong. Okay, so one, one of it said, this was in 2018, okay, 2nd February 2018 where uh, she said that Singapore jails minorities mercilessly, harasses mosque leaders, but lets corrupt church leaders who stole 50 million walk free. Who did they pay? Question mark. Okay, so this was one of the mm-hmm. posts that she made back in 2018. And then the, the more recent one, which was May, uh, this year was just her mentioning how the law is different for rich Chinese or white people, you know, in the way that they're being treated when it came to uh, social distancing measures as compared to those in the neighborhood hawker centers where police would be, you know, constantly patrolling to ensure that people uh, sort of comply with the, the mm-hmm. social distancing rules. So I think personally, okay, these two tweets, if you look at them, not tweets, sorry, these two posts, if you look at them separately, um, they might seem uh, pretty, what's the word to put it? Uh, pretty controversial. Controversial, yes, but right. is it racially divisive? 
I, I personally don't think it's racially divisive. And the fact that it has to be brought up in the heat of the election just further frustrates me, right? Because this post was made in freaking 2018. Now we are in what? 2020. And you had to yeah. bring up a freaking, uh, like a mini rent by, by this individual who back then wasn't probably thinking of contesting. Do, I don't know. You know? Do, do, y'all, do y'all think, I mean, this is open to like the other two, like children worried. Like, do, y- do y'all think this is possibly uh, a, not a clear sign, but like a, a brief sign that the, the big boys are getting uh, worried. So they had to pull out this uh, plan B tactic of shuffling out the old tweets <laughs> to just throw okay. dirt. Yeah, what do you just think? Just to be clear, the PP did not issue the uh, police no, no, report. Yeah. It was just a supporter. But, <laughs> but, the very big but, the thick but, the ass behind this problem. Oh my god, she lost is like that, all of you. <laughs> is that the following PR statement released by them is. <laughs> oh my god. Who is their PR manager? I swear. Okay, I, I tweeted this, but I deleted it. But, but I tweeted something. I tweeted saying that there has to be an insider inside there. There has to be an insider working as a PR manager. There is no way you read that PR statement released by the Ivan Lim saga and then not this. And the, and the um, there's one more about the domestic abuse one. Oh, when Dr. Chi Sun Chuan was talking about the... Amen. The statement, yeah, statement about them. They, they, they use domestic abuse as an example. What are you doing? <laughs> this just gives a clear sign that they don't give a fuck. They don't care. They really don't care. They vilify you, dude. Yeah, they, they don't care. And then it's it's. I don't know, man. It, it's frustrating, and it's like okay. And then the the one thing about the um. Actually, it would dive, I'm diverting all the Raisha Carnegie's because I'm just like... But after the, the whole domestic abuse example was used in their PR statement, right? Ironically, uh, K. Shamungan had a talk about female rights <laughs> on the PAP Facebook thing. And then when people asked, when people commented um, saying like, uh, can you clarify the, the PR statement released by PAP right. using domestic abuse as an example? They got banned from commenting. And I think that yeah, they got banned for commenting. They they're no longer able to to comment. Yeah, and that was just like I I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what the PR side for PAP is doing. They're making it worse. Oh my god, they are repressed beyond repressed. Yeah, so that's the only takeaway I got from that is that you know that they they just don't care about public backlash anymore. They don't care. Because they know that they're going to win. They know that there's people that, that won't be bothered about all this. They're just going to accept everything at face value. Right. Yeah. Chinyan, what, what, what do you think? Do you know like the, the, the things that's been released? Well, I actually have. I haven't been reading up on all this. Because, I mean, <laughs> at, at the end of the day, I, I feel like... We love like, it. Like, we love it. You no, know, like what? Like what? Our beloved men. Hype man say, like hype beast say, right? Beast, hype beast. Yeah, he said that all this are gutter politics and it shouldn't be the case. Like, I mean, in, in modern Singapore, the fact that we are still seeing this regardless whether it's it's a result of uh, bad PR management or, you know, like like the, the bad actions of your supporters, mm. it still reflects on like Singapore as a whole. Uh, at right. least to, uh, like, to other countries, you know, like, mm-hmm. like what, why are we still engaging in gutter politics? So... Yeah, 
I, I think I, I'm, not, I'm not really bothered by them because it's like, I really think it should, like the whole, the whole thing is, you know, like the whole thing shouldn't exist, you know, mm. yeah, in the beginning. So there's really no point like going into it because mm. that's how I feel. What thing shouldn't exist? Like gutter politics, like, you know, all, all this, all this nonsense, like, you know, bad yeah, exactly. you know then, after, then after that, we have like, um, uh, p- people, p- people like reporting, re- reporting on the candidates. Like what the hell? Uh, As in the police, said, you mean the police reports? Huh? Yeah. And, and we, and we also have another guy that's, that made a police report on, um, our DPM. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. it's like it's it's just outrageous. It's just it's basically a waste of like public resources um to fuel like political nonsense. But I feel like it's a desperation by some people though because they feel like there are some people in power who are left unchecked. Mm. So whatever they can do to reel them back into ensuring that hey, you you actually work for us, you work for the people, they would do it. So I see it as like a des- desperation attempt, like like you know. But then, but then, the, the, but then, the, that's the thing, right? If it's a desperate attempt, then you know, like just like any desperate attempt, it won't amount to much. It probably amount to like a waste of like public resources. So it it would have been more productive, you know, if if there has been a clear like objective and a, a clear a clear method to achieving that, you know, in 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 curbing curbing that power if you think is really too much instead of just wasting mm. public resources which I mean obviously it's not gonna work mm. right like yeah. hello police catch my DPM like <laughs> it doesn't make sense right I think okay, honestly I think the silver lining out of that is really that <clears throat> the politicians now know that everything they say is being watched yeah, I think yeah. you know in previous, in previously yeah. honestly like we are just like mindless zombies we just PAP PAP you know yeah. They're not like the like the guy who like PAP boo. We did say we didn't, we didn't go along <laughs> that path, right? We didn't go along that path. But you know, at least now, at least now a handshake we, we do. is basically a promise, <laughs> a commitment. <laughs> okay, but at least now, now we do scrutinize our 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 ministers, you know, and, and those in parliament, and really, really catch on what they say. So like what he said that oh, we're not ready for a non-Chinese PM. Yeah, that is something that I think is divisive. That is racially divisive. But people still, did bring it up. When he made the comment, people did mention it. Right. People did bring it up. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> as usual, the only comments that we got after that was, uh, no offense were found. Case closed. Okay. Let's yeah. move <laughs> on. Just speaking from like, a, from like a very low POV, low, low key POV, but uh, this is open to all three of you, right? Do you think, um, so I think it's relatively fair to say, I mean, I know, I know and I respect the people who whether it's for a living or a passion, they continuously fight the good fight to try to make things equal with their like blogs or interviews or underground, like whatever they do, like the behind the scenes kind of things, because it's not easy to create a constructive political discourse that doesn't make people angry. So respect yes. to those who are still doing it. But I just think that in the past two, three weeks or the past few months, right, this, uh, like the country has been generated more attention and focus towards the GE because of, you know, they want to make sure that their vote is for the right thing and not for the popular thing or not for uh, the funding. So my, my, my question basically is, do you think that if this energy, this level of, uh, I guess, focus kept up the whole way for the rest of the year, because I do think I do think it will die down after GE, no matter what happens. Like if PAP gets it will definitely die down, definitely yeah, die down. Probably yeah, probably will die down. 
But if there was like a way for this energy to keep up its level the whole way throughout the year, would that be for the benefit or the the undermining of the country as a whole? Like, what do you think? If this energy gets kept up towards the the government, I think it should be kept up. I definitely think it should be kept up because. Uh, we saw in 2011 when PP only won about 60% of the votes, they publicly apologized for messing up, right? When they, when they were... You know who, you know who didn't mess up in 2011? Uh, Pursuant to... <laughs> he retired, bro. He retired, bro. Yeah. It's amazing, man. Shout out to his remakes. Yamami, is it? Yeah, Yamami, yeah. Shout out to Yamami. Yeah. Sorry, continue your, your 2011, sorry. Yeah, but, but I do think that more public opinion regarding the performance of uh, the government should be allowed. There should be more political discussions and it shouldn't be muted. Uh, it shouldn't be shunned aside. Uh, but it gets tiring, like, honestly. It, 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 does, it does get tiring. Like, I am mentally boomed for an entire week from just seeing all the, all the shit that goes down. Uh, especially with elections being about policies, but we're not talking about politi- policies in which we are getting to very, very soon. Uh, but yeah, I do, I do think there should be more discussions regarding politics in Singapore. Okay. About Coach, any, like, do you think it should be kept up or like let it lay low for or what? Okay, I, I think honestly it should be kept up, especially when it comes to issues of uh, race, you know, race and religion that's been so tightly regulated in Singapore. So like really looking at the, the Raisha Khan's uh, whole smearing campaign, right? I think it worked against them because what, it, what manifested from that was actually a public outcry, right? On social media where everyone is just like coming together with the hashtag, you know, I stand with Raisha and talking about how we've been so oppressed or so silenced to a point where it is. There's no space to actually talk about privilege, you know, to talk about how, how the minorities are actually like their lived realities, basically, you know, to talk, to speak about it itself is really, oh, threatening racial harmony. Let's not go there. Out of bound markers, you know? So I think now we have finally reached a point where we are saying, okay, let's start talking. Let's, let's have that past conversation. Enough of, of like running away from it. Enough of saying, oh, let's not go there. Or enough of putting a red tape and like, oh, Pofma and whatnot. Stop that. Cut that crap. Let's like, have a copy and talk about it. You know okay. the you know the the avatar. I tweeted this. I tweeted this. You know the avatar. I mean, there, oh, yeah, is, no, uh, there is no uh, war in Bang Sing. Bang Sing. Do you know that meme? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do, I do. Yeah. Okay, so basically, in Avatar: The Last Airbender, there's a there's a. I think they went to the Earth Kingdom or something like that, and then and they there was a war in this province called Bang ba Sing Se, but then the person down there says that there is no war in Bang Sing Se. Just like the the whole Tiananmen Square thing, where it did not happen, oh. you know. So that was the that was the mean. Um, but <coughs> election is all about policies, and yep. we're gonna get into the policies, the the big policies. Let's uh, get it. I okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave my rent for the end. But there's there's certain <laughs> policies where uh, we know the answer to, like population, for example, the Dr. Chi from SDP mentioned oh, about the 10 million population. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he, he took a big risk mm-hmm. by he basically did a big brain move, a, a pro-gamer move by <laughs> publicly saying that Singapore will reach 10 million population. He managed to get an answer from the government saying that no, we will never reach <laughs> a 10 million population. That is 
fucking big brain, yo. He's, <laughs> his brain is so wrinkled. He, this, this guy, he's so smart. Um, so there's also policies like employment, which I think everybody wants to know. What's, mm-hmm. uh, how's employment going to be like? There's also about CPF and housing. So, Chingyan, I want to ask you, what are certain policies or what is the policy that you wish for there to be more discussion or you just want to have it clarified about how Singapore will be uh, moving forward with that, spe- with that particular policy? If you have any. Like, I don't think there's a specific policy, but I mean, if, if there's something that I really want to talk at the back of my head, it would be like, first thing is like 377A. I guess that that's the first thing first because like moving forward, I mean if if because from from what they say it's they say that it's a matter of time, right? So mm-hmm. if it's a matter of time, when the time counts, what happens after? Because I mean, uh, it's very apparent that a lot of our Singapore policies are shaped around like uh, heterosexual families. So when we eventually repeal now uh, three seven seven eight, what comes after? You know, like um, HDBs, um, like um, fam family like there's, there's family a lot of plans and all that right yeah family plans all this so all this will have to change and um like because singaporeans are also more getting more and more informed so i guess it's i think what we want is more information for us to 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 keep us yeah you know to to, to let to let us um be at peace with what the government is doing you know mm-hmm. like because because like in the beginning like a lot of things um you know, like our grandfather, grandmother, they they be like we trust the party because they are they are good. Mm, but as right. as we go, the we, we I think our current generation is more um skeptical about is skeptical about things. So right. what we want is we want more information. So it would be nice if they are more transparent with our direction, what's needed, and also, yeah, you know, like like what Jameis say, you know, our beloved Jameis. Uh, you, you know, Eddie like, James. Yeah, you know, like how how our society should be like a olive and not a pear. Mm. Yeah, I would want it to be shaped more like an olive. But pear is the emoji for s. Okay, never mind. Oh, oh my god! Um, <laughs> I want this like, <laughs> dude. James Lim is 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 goals, man. Uh, Birch. Yep. How about you? What's what? What kind of policies do you think that you want to hear more from from these elections okay. instead of what is happening, which is Qatar politics? Right. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm just gonna briefly take a brief snapshot on two parties. Okay, Workers Party and SDP. Mm-hmm. Right. Just to uh, bring up certain things that they brought, which I feel needs more. Uh, yeah. Like it's good. Let's, yeah. Let's talk more about it. Okay. So I think Workers Party mentioned about bringing up bring this whole idea of having a minimum wage. Right, having a minimum mm-hmm. wage across all sectors as versus PAP's progressive wage scheme. That's right, versus PAP's progressive wage scheme, which is a little bit different in the sense that it it goes based on the different sectors that you're in. Right, uh, mm. either if it's uh, there's cleaning, there's security, and and whatnot. So accordingly, your wage will increase as you upgrade yourself, or like based on your years of experience. So I found it to be pretty interesting because they're both kind of they, they kind of are pretty similar. There's like more similarities than differences, but you know. Something One is more complicated than the other. La. Yeah. Something in to be debated in, about. In la. a way, uh, yeah. Right. So I think the wage model is quite interesting. Um, okay, I found SDP quite interesting because in their manifesto, right, they mentioned cutting ministerial pay to fund assistance schemes for the poor. So mm. I was like, whoa, because like, 
he also mentioned, I think he publicly said that he's going to like give 50% of his MP pay to like a fund for the for the area or something. And he's the guy that. that would do that. He, he's the guy that did that. He's the guy that went bankrupt. Exactly. He would do that. So, right. Yeah. So I was like, wow, this is actually pretty good because now you're, you're talking about minister's pay, like, you know, areas that people don't really talk about. Mm-hmm. And the SDP also, they put in their manifesto about how they want to end uh, discrimination against Malays in the SAS. So I found it pretty interesting. Like, wow, that's kind of interesting, you know? And um, for Workers' Party... <laughs> for Workers' Party, one very interesting... This is the... Like, I think it's by far the most interesting thing I've, I've read, okay? Uh-huh. In the manifesto where they said they want to amend the Newspaper and Printing Presses Act to abolish the government's power. Like, basically the licensing regime of, like, media companies. And I was like, yes, we need this, okay? Because Stop. I... I I'm sick and tired. Yeah, dude, I'm sick and tired of <laughs> state science, trade science, or whatever the heck news article just like you know mass public mass publishing everything right. that just props up PAP's image, but completely throws the opposition images down the gutter. So that's yeah, I'm really a fan of this particular uh, concept they're bringing as well. They also mentioned they want to bring down the class size. James mentioned. Bring it out to 20, I think, average class size. So that it's more yeah. like focused and it's more targeted. I found it, wow, that's pretty interesting. And he's an economist, okay? So he's, yeah. not like a, he's not like a nobody where he doesn't know what he's talking about. This dude has studied productivity, economic cycles, and whatnot. So you're not yeah, voting yeah. A, a nobody. Like, this dude is credible. He has the freaking resume. Go look it up. You'll be like, you'll drop your, your balls or whatnot. If you yeah. so, whatever to draw, you drop <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's, but really, just look at his resume. Man. I think we got to, like, to conclude, like, let's reframe and stop saying opposition because the word opposition is, like, keeps a very That's negative. Bad, yeah, yeah. So instead of opposition, let's say alternatives. Alternatives. Yeah. Or other, yeah. other political parties. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so easy to say opposition because it's like, it's a habit, la, right? Right, right. So it, whether or not it's a good habit, it, it's a, it depends. Uh, Kevin, Quite fast, you? Uh, very short because I'm not very, again, not the smartest person in the room. But one uh-huh. thing that I do, uh, I actually just saw it today as well because I thought about it, but I never really thought if it was something that I could say out loud because it felt quite stupid to say. But now that, I, now that I have, uh, you know, the most secure verification in the form of Reddit, I know that I am fine to say this out loud. So I, I'm a very, very firm believer in like, if it's not broken, don't fix it. But... And I know that, you know, this, uh, our education is like one of the best in the whole, not just Asia, the whole fucking world. We're, we're super good. But I do wish that there was some inclusion of like real life things that could, you know, shape our yelf, our yelf, our young and our youth. Yelf, yelf, yelf. That could shape our youth into uh, more ready adults for life. Like, like things like uh-huh. financial literacy, things like, uh, critical thinking like I do know that there's like homie cons that help you learn how to fucking make a spaghetti that's about it right. I think that's what it does <laughs> but beyond beyond the kitchen and like the little little things that homie con does there's not really a subject per se right now that caters to this level of uh, you know just ready, readying someone for real life things you know algebra and chemistry will only go so far in whatever you do in your life so I hey man tune in that day you use algebra, right? Or you use yeah. trigonometry <laughs> to fix a problem, right? The one you're talking. <laughs> so 
so so so basically i was trying to fix a go ahead. I, I was trying to make a custom um guitar pedal board okay so so I, I had to calculate the dimensions so i had i had only like one one length then i um uh, and i but i had all the angles so i was like shit how do i find the, the length of the other planks that's when trigonometry came Oh. <laughs> and you know, like I, I didn't know it'd be so. What in the world? Yeah, but the only the only bad thing was I kind of forgot how to use cosine, cosine, and you know, all that. Yeah. <laughs> so study your trigo kids. So you like you resigned from cosine. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. You can. Sorry. <laughs> what? Re resigned. What? I don't resigned. get it. He resigned from I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Oh sorry. my gosh. Okay. Let's give okay, Kevin. a clap. Come on. One single clap. <laughs> One single clap. Um, for me, I think there's a lot of policies that I found very interesting to to, <laughs> to dive in, like minimum wage as well. I I feel Ooh. that they part time job shouldn't be paying six fifty per hour. It sh- hmm. that should exist. No way. Starbucks earns billions of dollars all across the world but can you only pay the people 650 that's that's fucking atrocious to me i never found it to be acceptable same thing right. with coffee bean i i do think that part-time job should be should at least be eight dollars and above that's my personal opinion which is you know it makes sense why um also other policies like housing housing prices are way too high uh, i wish that they would be speaking more about that about what to do um, instead of you know the constant BTO and all these all these schemes are being pumped out, but still people are having problems getting a house and affording a house. Um, also, I believe in. I I think that a lot of people are just talking about um, elderly, but no one's really touching the issue of why are elderly people still working at sixty years old and above. Right. Dish. Personally, for me, I don't want my parents to be working when they're 60 and above. They should be just enjoying life really because honestly, I don't know how much longer they're going to live. And if they're just going to be working and working and working, it's they're not living their life to the fullest of potential. So I was very disappointed in not hearing a lot of candidates talk about that, about mm. Singaporeans' welfare and our happiness and how we live in this country in general. I wish that we would have talked about that instead of you know, eh, I pofma you. I I never see ten million. Eh, your candidate see this. Eh, my candidate see this. It's a waste of time, uh. Um, and also before we end this off, um, I just want to say, I am so pissed off at the opposition parties, all of them. Okay, most of them, People's Voice, Reform Party, uh, whatever, whatever have you. They all have this idea of how to make Singapore a better place, right? They all have this different ideology. But, and they all have the same goal, which is not to let PP have a super majority, right? That's their, that's their end game. They, they need to beat Thanos. But they are missing the five gems. The thing is, the Infinity Gauntlet needs all five stones. And each of, the, of these parties have the stones, but they don't have the fucking gauntlet. That is what's happening right now. Everyone's having their own stones. Say, hey, I can beat Thanos. You give me all the stones. And the other party's like, no, 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 no. You give me your stones. And then I'll beat Thanos. But the thing is, nobody, there's no gauntlet. There's no fucking gauntlet. And with all these different opposition parties being scattered across Singapore, all contesting different random ass GRCs, 
instead of forming like one or two super, you know, uh, alternative political party, was stuck in this cycle for years and years and years and elections after elections after elections there. Tan Chimok had the idea of forming, of collating all the different leaders, right, into one, which is PSP. That was his original plan. But obviously it didn't work. There was still infighting inside. So I, 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 I'm just like, can you guys just decide on one group or two groups and just go there and join them so that Workers' Party or SCP or PSP, these three big people can actually form the fucking gauntlet and go contest in every single GRC so that you can deny this mandate that or, or deny this supermajority that you have been talking about for so long. Yeah. That is why I, that's my rant for this my entire and that's a super, like, beautiful description. You say Endgame, I don't know why I thought of that woman who was standing at Marymount, who was speaking like the... <laughs> remember what the name? I don't know what the name do. <laughs> like, Marymount SMC. I don't know, I don't know what was the name. She's the, she's the, she's the, uh, the army, army, yeah, army dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I was ready to, like, I was ready to, let's like, tiams, yeah, like, hey, shit. <laughs> yeah, so, um, some closing statements, some closing thoughts. Um, what do you guys think? What what will happen on 10th of July? What do you guys think? I think that I am very hopeful for an upset. I think there will be multiple upsets. Um, my area personally, I don't think there will be an upset because it's NSP and NSP, uh, you know, I don't have any feelings whatsoever to one of them, but I do like the ideas. Um, but I don't see upset here. What do you guys think? I think that, okay, I'm going to do my predictions. We're going to do predictions for how how much majority or how much percentage of total votes would the PAP win against the alternatives? My percentage vote that I'm going to predict is 65% of majority goes to PAP mm. on 10th of July. Um, I think that's a pretty accurate, uh, that's a pretty, it's a pretty good guess. And I think I can see it coming through, especially with how, how I think this, I can't say for sure, but I do feel like social media has never had such an impact un- until this GE. Like, I mean, it's probably have had some impact in 2015, 2011, but I think we are going to see the power of like how transparent and how extensive social media has been to people who don't know anything about politics, people who thought they knew something, but now they know that, that something is wrong or inaccurate. I, I just think that with how well-informed people are now to certain things that were not there in the past because of lack of social media. Yeah, mm. I do think that, uh, I, I echo a lot of Freud's uh, sentiments that there will be multiple upsets. I don't know where, I don't know by how much margin, mm-hmm. but I'd say, I do think like, for me, 70%, yeah, 70, because I think a lot of the- The previous one? Yeah, like the previous one. I think, I think a, lot of the, a lot of the older guard will still mm-hmm. stay by the, the their guards are, and like, we have like the whole, sentiment of um, we have a good thing going so why change it mm. you know I think the, the boomers will still largely favour that so that would probably be why the votes still favour the PAP so much but I'm excited for what's going to happen and I think we have to keep up this uh, conversation and this positive mm. culture of discourse yeah, right. yeah. okay for me I think okay I'm going to be optimistic I'm going to be Mr. Optimistic okay, I'm going to say I think PAP will win 60% yeah, I'm going to be optimistic because okay. I, think, I think that Workers' Party and SDP can do hold quite a pretty strong 
it's fun. And I, I don't know about the hype beast, uh, okay? <laughs> Maybe he might he might pull <laughs> off an, an upset. I don't know. It could be possible. So I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to say 60%. But I think, uh, you know, just to, to wrap things up, I think it's to say that, to realize that PAP is not going to disappear. They're still yeah. going to be the super majority. They're still going to be steering the boat amidst mm. this COVID-19 uh, crisis. So I think that's not, that shouldn't be the question that we should be asking. I think what we should ask is, what is a healthy democracy or what are the issues that we should be talking about that's not being talked about, you know, in, in parliament. And we need more voices. We need alternative voices. So this election, I would want to vote diversity. That's my, mm. like my call. Okay, I'm going to vote diversity because I need more voices in that freaking boat to right. stop them thinking that, oh, okay, I can just steer it wherever the heck I want to and like avoid certain issues like, oh, race, let's turn the other way. Like the presidential the election. Way. Yeah. <sighs> let's turn the other way. No. Like enough of, of like steering this boat out of issues that we really need to talk about. Let's get, let's address it as it is and like what Jameis said, lah, stop giving them a freaking blank check. Blank check. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's it for me, man. Adrian. Save the best I guess, glass. okay, to be honest, I don't really have much because like um, predictions, predictions. A, a, a lot, a lot of my thoughts that like, you guys actually share it as um, but I do side with whatever um, Kevin said. So yeah, let's say around seventy because because um because what what why why we have to realize is as much as we have social media right now, right? The thing is um, the number the who like who are the ones on social media? We have to think about it because as uh, you know like I'm 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 actually guessing that a large majority of Singaporeans aren't use uh aren't on social media as much and they are the ones with the voting power. So this probably won't affect as much in this election. But I I think, you know, like for the future elections we can we can hopefully see a lot of changes. And it's 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 not to say that uh, which party is bad, which party is good or whatsoever. It's more like um it's, it's more like what birds say. We just need more diversity. Because apparently, uh, I mean, we, as we can all see, like, I think PS, PAP has really done a, a really good job, like, so uh, for all these years. And I mean, it's, we, we shouldn't discredit them on, you know, like, for, for all the things that they have done, because it's good. But of course, what's lacking, um, what we want is diversity is to fill up the, the gaps and improve on the system. You know, because there's so much, even though they are doing good, there's so much more that can be done and we, we want to progress. Yeah. So, I'm, I don't know, man. Okay. So, you think 70%. Come on, man. Give a, give a, a, a different number. I don't know. 69, because it's a nice <laughs> number. Nice. <laughs> nice. Why? And on that note, we, are, we will be posting this before cooling day so that we don't get fined 1K each person that amounts to 4k <laughs> that's a lot of money I just bought a MacBook thumbs up oh yeah, yeah we, we fixed the problem on the stupid ASUS so never buy ASUS laptop thank you guys for watching eh, sorry thank you guys for listening uh, hopefully everyone makes the right vote on 10 of July and if you're listening to this after 10 of July uh, hopefully our predictions are correct each of us any of us and uh, here's to an interesting January election 10 of July and uh, hopefully uh, everybody is fine after that you know everyone goes back to normal and we focus on the COVID-19 situation which is still happening let's, yep. let's just be clear so that's it from us thank you and goodbye <laughs>